Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Ali, what's happening, man? Hey, how are you doing? How are you, my friend? <laughs> well, unexpected to be in here. I thought I we were just having a meeting. Well, we have been in earmarking a catch-up that we have. Mm. We have have this little like, Google Doc yeah. that um, you just put all these crazy ideas in that we always, whenever we catch up, we come up with like a million ideas. I think on the list there was something like a Japan trip, a US trip, golf trip, a Japan golf trip. We're going to start our own cryptocurrency yeah, there, was, line. there was a there was a million ideas <laughs> yeah, that we go through and then we go oh this one's a good idea yeah. but we've come up with about three or four that we're going to commit to yeah anyway we're in our meeting yeah i love catching up with you man because mm-hmm. you give me so much energy um i feel like i'm in a flat piece of crap for like the last week but um i'm feeling inspired now how yeah, are you mate i'm good i'm good i was probably a little bit similar to i think the last couple of weeks yeah. like it's a busy time of the year. You, there's so much going on and I don't know, I feel like sometimes you just need a bit of a recalibration and a bit of a chat with an old mate and just gets things yeah. back on track. No, nah, you fired me up, mate, and that's it. Like I think it's always good to, as I've mentioned, you know, we did our pod with um with Vin and yep. we've been good mates for a while, but I love your energy and I think we, we spark each mm. other up a fair bit. So mate. anyone out there thinking, if you're a little bit flat, call that person that just sparks you up, have a bit of a mm. meeting with them. And um, have a coffee and see what happens because we've already got a million other ideas that I wasn't thinking right. about, which um, I'm really keen for now. Then I was like, fuck me, man. We've been talking for two hours. I've got to record a mini to get it out for tomorrow. Do you want to jump on? <laughs> and now we're here recording a mini. Yeah, here we are. So hey. how exciting is that? Hello. Talking um, quickly a little bit about our pod that we mm-hmm. did, like what, nearly four, five, six weeks ago yep. now in Adelaide. Yep. With Vin, how did you enjoy it? Because people loved it, man. It was something that we'd never really done before, like those topics. Did you get any good feedback from that episode? 100%. Like just so I think the power of your audience and just how engaged they are and such a uniquely different audience to the probably uh, the people that I generally connect with either through Future Golf or even Vin and I's podcast. I Mm. think that was really special. And just uh, I think just the conversation of three essential friends, you know, and us being in that room, I think just the vibes in that chat were brilliant. Like it was yeah. just one of those podcast episodes that after it just felt so good. Oh, we were, we were like, <laughs> it was, we were on a high. Nah. We were on a real high. We, I think we left and then went to a cafe and spoke for like another four hours yeah. about other shit. It was just yeah. like one of those real, real cliche podcast moment. But um, <laughs> for anyone who hasn't heard Ali's episode with Vin, it's a number 166. It's about four weeks ago we did it, and it's yeah, it's a really awesome chat. To give context, Ali's the CEO and founder of Future Golf, I'm just all-around awesome guy. We met, you know, I've probably told this story a million times now on the show, but we met, and then a week, uh, I think we met in an, within an hour. I was coming to Scotland with yeah, you um, in about six weeks, and that's the whole golf trip um, craze started. So that I have you to sort of thank for that. And then met Vin, was just on our bus trips to yeah. and from, the open in Scotland, we were talking a lot about mm. life and everything. And you're like, man, we're going to meet Vin. And then from there, we went to Adelaide, had the chat with him. And it's just been such a cool yeah. little weird thing of just following like, yes. You know, you say like yeah. yes to things and you just meet some of the weirdest like things on that journey. How it unravels. Mate. And I think it's that, like we, we spoke about it in the pod, right? Like it's so hard and rare to find people that you connect with on a non-superficial level. I think that's some of the thing. And, you know, we I think in the podcast episode, we mentioned it like, 
the the world that we live in right now, like finding deeper levels of connection, whether they're fun, you know, whether you can have a laugh with someone or you can just jam on certain things that you can't with others. I think that's really unique. Mm. And even in our episode, it felt like that even from the start. Like I know you hadn't met Vin in person, but you'd heard a lot about yeah. him through me. But I think those sort of vibes and finding that it's definitely something that i'm always looking for you are just quickly for anyone who hasn't listened to that episode there was like a probably a common theme there's a lot of themes you know but one of the common ones was sort of that notion of um building your army Mm. you know like you are who you surround yourself with um you can sort of attract anything into your life that you want to get better at or want to become talk us through your experience with that um for someone who hasn't heard that episode and wants to hear a little bit more about it maybe give them a bit of a teaser of even like our relationship or what yeah. you see from Vin and yourself yeah. and me, like how that we spoke about that in the show. Cause I really love that part of it. I think that's been one of the feedback moments. The most people were like, Oh, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. I think just all of us, we probably have a commonality in the fact that we like giving things a go. And if things feel good and feel right, we'll probably go a little bit further than most other people will. You know, and I think Vin speaks about it in the episode too. Like he he was looking for a mentor out there that he couldn't really get in contact with. So his move was to buy a thousand of the guy's books, Mm. you know, to show that how can we get this relationship (laughs) moving forward a bit. Like ours, like we could have spoken about a few business things and about golf, but I was just like, mate, well, this guy seems pretty cool. Why don't we go to Scotland? You know, (laughs) that sounds like a much better idea than just playing a round of golf somewhere. So I think it's when you get that little feeling, like trust your intuition and do something a little bit different. You know, like if you're just doing the normal shit that everyone else does, you're probably going to get a pretty normal result. Whereas every now and again, it's probably worthwhile, especially with people. I don't think we take as many bets because we're a bit scared or we're going to get rejected or they'll think that idea is dumb or whatever. And I think I've just gotten used to the fact that you throw things out there and if they stick, they stick. And yeah. it's very easy if you're like, hey, no, nah, mate, like I don't really want to go to Scotland. It's like, <laughs> yeah, very understandable. Like let's just have a normal meeting then. Like that's fine. We can also do that we version of this. We can also go just to yeah. Richmond or down the Peninsula yeah, yeah, yeah. and do it. No, no, but, we can do a Zoom call. Like yeah. that's cool too. The, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was awesome. And it's actually funny, the you know, we're talking about it now because even in my head, I haven't even like put two and two together, but just realized recently, and not recently, but I've made some really cool connections with some guys from Push Pull. So um, Vincent, George and Ed, who mm. are the these owners of a brand called Push Pull, yep. which anyone in Melbourne would know. They're a really cool streetwear brand, like just built on community and just cool clothes. Love them. So I was like, fuck, I just want to meet these guys, go and mm-hmm. catch up with them. And Vin's helping me out a lot with like a lot of the more green stuff that I want to do, like, you know, how to develop a brand, just sort of picking his brain on it. And I didn't realize this till now, but I've just sort of like probably creeped him the fuck out because <laughs> he was like last week, he, we had this meeting, he goes, oh, I'm going to Thailand next week. Yeah. And I was like, picked up my phone and I was like, next week. Like, you now just assume like, that you're welcome to go? I was go. like, next week, what am I doing next week? And I was like, mate, I actually reckon I could come with you. Like there was no invite no. for me to actually no. come. Yeah. But I was like, I actually reckon I could come yeah. to Thailand and we could, you know, I could learn. And he was like, mate, 100%, realized I couldn't go, but I'm actually going to, I've followed him up saying next time you go, like I'm going to come and let you know that I'm coming with you to Thailand. And I haven't known him for long, but just an awesome guy and open to it. So I don't know what the fuck I'm saying here. I'm not saying just like go on random overseas trips with people, but maybe I'm saying go deeper than just going for a coffee and and make sure you follow things up because anyway, for me, it's, it's, um, it's worked really well, which was not where I was going with this today, but it's sort of interesting. (laughs) So you just need a really big travel budget and like heaps of time. Yeah. And then the ability to find really cool people that are yes. doing amazing things. And, and I totally- And then that's no. the deal formula. Mate, yeah. that, that, that's- yeah. And when <laughs> you put that. it like that, it does sound stupid. But realistically, I understand there's some objections of like traveling and doing these mm. sorts of things. But the reason it 
sort of hit me a while ago as a lot of my inspiration that I get comes from something fucking stupid from like a shit quote on Instagram or like a TikTok video. And I saw this one and it was like, you're not a tree. You don't have roots. (laughs) And I was sort of like, that makes so sense. Like I do love trees, but I am not a tree. Like I'm not connected to the ground. Like technically I can actually move around and go wherever I want to go. So anyway, I hope, yeah, I hope that's not insensitive, man. Just fucking go away. But I'm saying do what you want to do. Like, Think about it at least. Think yeah. bigger um, on those sorts of things. Because for us, it's it's worked pretty weirdly. And now I feel like every sure. person I meet, I'm like, do you guys want to do yeah. something together? Right. And um, there's building blocks to that too, exactly. right? Like if you think about it, you you didn't start at the level of just going on random overseas trips with people. <laughs> like you built a network over a period of time with probably a series of smaller moves too. So like we're probably talking about this yeah. in, you know, a different context. Yeah. Um, but for like, sure, like even looking back to this, um, now yeah. thinking about it, even on, on a mm. sort of historic level, um, historic, but a flashback level of like the early steps when I was, um, playing footy, I would ask so many people to go and get coffees yeah. and I'd always just go for coffees with people. And sometimes I was like, why the fuck did I do that? Wasting mm. so much time. But what it did was just make that such a comfortable experience that getting a coffee with someone wasn't a, a, it was just a cool thing to do and learning how to ask questions, be interested in people, making connections, literally not one of those experiences. I'd love to have this awesome hero story where like one of them worked out to be like a business that we created, but like none of them eventuated to anything, but it was just a really cool thing that I think helped a lot. So maybe that's what the, um, the message is. If you're looking to build out your network, just go on and literally having coffees. And I think one of the biggest things there as well is like if you're early on on this journey and you want to meet, you know, people that you want to learn from or whatever, like bring some value to it too. Yeah. Rather than just yeah, um, just want to pick your brain over a coffee. It's like, okay, well, you know, I'll, and every single person has this. They have some sort of skill set or value that they bring. Whether Everyone it's, does. Are you humorous? Do you like having a good time? Do you follow the same footy team? Do you Are you good at social media? Right? Can you create content? Are you good at finance? Whatever it is that your skill set is that you've built up, even if you're in your early 20s, like there'll be some value that you can exchange with somebody. And when you yeah. find that alignment, it makes spending that time a little bit easier as well. That's the goal. Yeah. Break that down for me even yeah. to be able to explain. So yeah. for you, for example, say young 18-year-old Ali yeah. trying to catch up with someone in an industry, set like an actual set like an actual scene where you go, okay, I'm good at this. I yeah. want to get more involved at this. What did you do to like get in that person's sphere? Because I know yeah. the, the one with Vin's actually quite interesting as well. Yeah. For sure. And I think it was, and it's hard to do, like it was finding a little bit of an intersection of something that I can, that I have a decent skill at. And then also knowing that that person has a certain need where they have a potential opportunity for help. Mm-hmm. Right. So the best ways that I've seen this done, it's like, okay, you know, like say for example, a marketing reach out is that somebody will see a bit of our content and be like, Hey, I've been following your marketing. I'm a big fan. I've been a member for ages. I saw this and it's actually pretty crap. So I've given you three different alternatives. Would you like to catch up? Yeah. All of a sudden you've got my attention because you've gone that extra level rather than blah, blah, blah. My name is Sting. We're from an agency that has been around for 10 years. You know, and it's like, all right, that's a delete. But you've specifically looked at something. I know that you're a customer. And that you've already gone and done the work. You're part of our community, right? And it's finding that genuine legitimacy, right? Like, so say Vin, for example, I just randomly saw him speak at a conference years ago and- 
at that time I was like, I want to improve my communication skills a little bit too for where I was at in life. And I'm like, look, because I've always loved deal making and doing really mutually beneficial deals. Mm. And communication is a pretty core part of that. If you can't communicate your ideas and the value and all of that, it doesn't really work. So funnily enough, we went to this conference. It was all about keynote speakers that were showcasing themselves. I saw him and I'm like, he just stood out. He was still pretty early on in his career. But then after that, I sort of followed him a little bit. You do a little bit of your stalking and you have a look at what they're about. And it's like, he kept sort of talking about wanting to meet Gary Vaynerchuk, who at that time was Gary like, v. Doing, Gary V was doing some pretty cool things in the thing. So coincidentally, again, and this is where timing and opportunity comes into it a little bit. So I had tickets to a conference in Boston where Gary V was talking and I put Vin's name forward to actually get a speaking spot there. And I'm like, look, I've just sort of, because I had some sort of VIP ticket or something. So it was like, look, I've put your name forward for this. If you get it, great. And then hopefully I'll see you over there. If you get that spot and you end up getting the spot, then we caught up in New York and started hanging out. And then it was just that continuous thing. And then he's, he's also a pretty special human in the fact that he will then reciprocate that and find out what it is that you're focusing on. Mm. So then he's like, oh, I've got this communications course. I'm gonna like, I'm more than happy to mentor you as you go down your journey. So our whole yeah. relationship just started on this awesome mutual exchange. And then we just, on a human level, just started connecting. You know, cool. we're like really tight, just so much crossover. And it's been yeah, one of the most incredible relationships. So yeah, cool, man. Bad. So absolutely love so it. So they start start small, but you can do it in any different form. Like even just like say if people want to connect with you, if they find something that they know that you're gonna like, and then that's the way that they use to reach out, it's gonna be a lot stronger than just something a little bit more generic. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, like for example, the three people that four people that work here, the five I'm like as I'm saying this, I'm just thinking <laughs> Everyone. Like, every single person yeah. that works here has connected via that way. Like Adam and right. I, who's you know yeah. co owner in um, producer is my business partner. Like he actually was my mentor yep. for three years, uh, two years, sorry, when I finished football, mm -hmm. we'd catch up every Wednesday. He did this out of his own just passion for like helping people. So we'd catch up every, I think, Wednesday morning and just go for an hour and he'd help me like, you know, get my calendar together. Um, he'd help me do all these like bits and pieces, just giving me tips of like transitioning out of footy. And from there, like, I don't know what the fuck I was actually bringing to that relationship at all, but from there we just had this mutual friendship and now we've started a business together, um, which is fucking weird. Sam, like, you know, producer Sam, who was someone that was like, mate, oh, I reckon I can help improve your show yeah. and just came on board, started helping me produce it for no, like, this is when nothing was even working. He just yeah. jumped in and wanted to do it. Executive producer. Um, yeah, it's been, now that I, I haven't actually really reflected on it like that, but it's been pretty crazy mate. how it all... Um, Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie Broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie Broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. Thanks, place. I knew this mini was going to be hard to stay at surface yeah, level. What, like, what did you say it, it was? It was, like, it was like, it, it's gonna be, I said it was going to be 15 minutes yeah. and it was just going to be some light-hearted <laughs> topics about Yellowstone yeah. and we've already gone into this. We're talking about TV Fuck shows. Me, yeah. man, crazy. Yeah, no, no. But no, it's uh, it's yeah. awesome how that, that works. Mate, and that's, that's passion and like just the love for stuff. So if you think about how transactional the world is, these days where like so many people just want to know what their returns going to be straight away, you know, and not many people front end 
their investment. And mm. that's where I think like really special relationships are formed. Like even when I think to the future golf story, we don't have a single employee still and we've been around for eight years that hasn't come through as part of our community and has done the exact same thing where they just started delivering value before they became an employee, mm. right? And every time we have actually just advertised traditionally, it's been like pretty hit and miss. Yeah. Because I think that's the thing is because when people have a genuine care, they just over deliver anyway. Yeah. It's an interesting one as well because like, you know, starting out of business, I've never wanted to not remunerate someone yep. for work that they do. Like I've just never been comfortable with that. And I think it's a hard one, but I look back to my own story and it's like, I worked for literally three years without getting paid for things. And yep. I think it's a hard one because I would never want to do that to someone. Well, I think there's, there's, there's also checks and balances where and this is something that we've done as well where we've had people probably give us front end value and then mm. we've gone back and then and we've then, rewarded them. Yeah. You know, because even when I think about the future golf story now, there's people that played key roles that didn't have a share or, you know, probably didn't get rewarded that. And now they've got a little slice of that, yeah. you know, it's interesting. Uh, paid back in time for it. So I think there's different ways that you can do it. For me, it just feels like what kind of sits and where do you actually, when you go through the thread of time like where did that value come from 100 percent. hey in other news i've got something totally mm. random off yeah. topic for you do you know johnny cash johnny cash yeah. like yeah, the artist. Cash. Yeah, the yeah, artist. yeah yeah so <laughs> i was listening to this song the other day that i liked but yeah. i've never you know like i i really listen to yeah. lyrics and yeah. a lot of the time i'll actually look up the lyrics whilst i'm listening to a song yeah. if i like it and there's this song called a boy named sue mm. have you heard it no so it's, you got to go back and listen to the song it's really interesting it's quite jingly it's yeah. quite funny it sounds like it's live mm. which it probably is and basically it's about this boy grows up and he's boy and his name's Sue mm. and he's a boy. And he goes like, why the hell did you name me Sue throughout this whole time? I'm going to tell this story so badly. But basically his, his name's Sue. He grows up and gets like bullied, gets into fights and yeah. has to turn into this like rugged cowboy that can like look after himself and all these sorts of things. And then he meets his old man later in the bar. He says, if I ever find my dad, I'm going to kill him for like naming me Sue. Yeah. And then you get to the end of the song, he meets his dad yeah. and basically says the reason I named you Sue is because I knew I wasn't going to be here and I was going to be in jail and I knew that you're going to have to get strong or die. And he says, like, I named you Sue to strengthen you, to toughen you up. and know that you had to toughen up throughout yeah, your life. Yeah. It was such a – I was just like, what a fucking cool song. Wow. Not so much a story, but I was just like, how does someone think of that and put it in like a lyrical song? Yep. I love your depth of analysis of the lyrics too. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. But like, I was like, I didn't. The song's called "A Boy Named Sue," but like, I was just like, "How good is this?" I just love it. Like, you got to get tough or die. That's what it says in the song, anyway. Yeah. So, what you gonna you feel, listen to it? What do you feel about it? Like, well, I love so it. When, I think the, well, why did this stick out to you? Dude? Um, well, I don't know why it stuck. It, uh, it stood out to me, but I just loved. Reason being as well, look, my favorite sort of group released um, two favorite groups actually mm -hmm. have released new albums lately: Frankie Stewart, and Harvey Gunn, and Loyal Karna. And like, they're my two favorite sort of groups, and they're like sort of soft UK rap. And mm. I love like reading their lyrics and stuff like that. And this one, I was just like, wow, this is mm. cool. But I, I don't know. I think I just love music and how you can sort of tell a story through a song. And it actually what that what a song means to you can mean something completely mm. different to someone else. Yep. And even for what the intention of the song was versus what that means to me is so different. Yeah. Mate, I, I've got like some sort of mental condition where I can't process lyrics really? in songs. So even musicals, I'll be sitting there watching it. It's like I'm dyslexic with yeah. musicals. Like I do not understand what's happening until they stop singing whatever they're talking about. And then I can catch up after it. So with music, I can only get the feel of the music. So a yeah, lot right. of the stuff I listen to is like Icelandic, like atmospheric music and like random shit. It's interesting. There's more. So I go with music, I'm going more for a feel right. rather than the actual 
lyrics, lyrics of what's in it and yeah. what's happening there. It's more like what does the overall song feel like? It is interesting, isn't it? Like even it, we, obviously we have such different people have such different loves of it, but for me, like what I always found really weird was sometimes when I was listening to music like pre footy games and stuff. And you talk about what music does. You know, people that like those traditional pump up songs. Mm. They actually like don't really pump me up. Yeah, I would love like slow, sort of like progressive songs would just yeah. go mental for me. So, but... what was your favorite pre-match song? Mm. There's this song called "My Moon, My Man." Yeah, "My Moon, My Man" by Boys Noise. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, "My Moon, My Man" feast, and it's a Boys Noise remix. Okay, check that out. All That's right. a bit weird. Like anyway. That. Moving on, some other news that I wanted to chat about today, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, Isaac Humphreys from Melbourne United has uh, had an incredible video. Congrats to you know him, his team, and I can imagine how bloody hard um, this would have been for him, but he's done really well. He's actually the first, one of the NBL's first openly gay oh, um, players awesome. has come out. So yeah, wow. it's fucking cool, man. Like yeah. imagine, like, you can imagine how hard that would have been mm. for um him to do that but it seems like the afl uh, the sorry the nbl have put up a, such a good um support team his team around him must have been so cool to to do it and they've published it through their their channels too so i just want to give a big shout out to him which is which is bloody cool yeah really really cool so i think he's going to be doing some really cool things for the nbl and any other young athletes out there which is um which is incredible. Mm-hmm. I think it's just inspiring right? when you see people the first. Be them true selves, yeah. Like especially being like a pioneer in your sport or in yeah. your category and just, yeah, being able to express yourself. Bloody earth. It's awesome. It's great. It's Love that him. story. Um, I was in Noosa last week. Mm-hmm. Getting a tan? I was. Yeah. I recorded two podcasts. Oh, hello. So I did one with Simon Black, Oof. who is one of my Very favorite good. players of all time. I was listening to a bit of that on the drive in here. Yeah, he yeah. was... Um, Unbelievable, just such a beautiful, humble man. Really, really enjoyed chatting with mm-hmm. him. It was probably the like most hu- like nervous I'd been. Really? Sort of not nervous, but like I just wanted to do well because yep. <laughs> I just loved him. Um, and he's such a humble guy. So it was sort of yeah, he's he's really really cool. But I, you know, they say don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Like that was the opposite to that. Like I love him even more now. So right. he was really cool. Um, also did a chat with uh, Curtis McGrath, who is an Australian war veteran, um, Paralympian. In um, kayaking, he accident uh, he had a pretty of a tragedy whilst on tour and stepped on a landmine that actually um, took his legs um, from from knee down. And had a chat with him about his experiences, what he's learned from that, and went on to compete in Rio um, and won some you know incredible medals and stuff, which is just super inspiring. So, got those ones coming out soon. Also did a couple other podcasts coming out doing catching up with uh, Zach, uh, Ned Brockman tomorrow mm-hmm. which would be cool to catch up with him again that's a pretty incredible story it's pretty fucked man <laughs> I must admit like I, I'm going to chat with him about it because obviously yeah. we spoke to him before yeah. he went on yeah. the trip and I was like is this guy like first I was like this is crazy I was like is this possible <laughs> didn't really think too much about it and I was like I don't know like it's good on him for buddy going and yeah. having a crack but I don't know, like, if it's going to work or how he's going to yeah. do it. Yeah, I'm just keen to unpack it. Like, what the hell was going That'll through your mind that whole time? Quickly as well, before we finish up, let's touch on our um, event that we did a couple of weeks ago. Mm. The Morgreens, first Morgreens event. Um, thank you again for all your, your help with that, mate. But it was a bloody... Mate, well done. It was a great day, wasn't it? Like, I can't... First of all, like, we've been in the golf space for the last eight years. I've never seen a golf event sell out in eight minutes in my entire life like and we were sort of sitting there we're like oh it's a nine hole event on a friday like how will this thing go and oh, 
look, I'll say I was quietly confident because yeah. of just how much love. Were you sort of feeling like oh, I was feeling for Ned on his on his? <laughs> a little you're bit. Like, you knew that he'd well, give it a crack, but you just were like ready to save the day. Well, even like I won't speak on behalf of Ned, but I think Ned was probably quietly confident. Even yeah. you were more scared for Ned. Yes. So then yeah. you were also, I think, scared about your golf event. Yes. So then I was like a little bit scared, scared for as you well. because you yeah. were scared for the golf event and for Ned now even. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it happened, and it's like, yeah, that's it's a pretty awesome result. Like, and. I think it's just you know, so good just seeing the way that you're able to open up golf to a completely different audience. It's yeah. really cool. And the way – and you did things in that golf event that anyone who was actually part of the industry probably wouldn't have done and it added so many new cool elements to what I think a lot of people hadn't probably seen in a golf event. It was sort of well. funny we were chatting about that because for me, like, I'd never actually been to a golf event before so I sort of just assumed <laughs> that, like, we were doing everything – we were just doing everything yeah. that was normal. But after it, you were like, man, that's not sort of normally nah, happens. Yeah. I'm like, you've gone pretty hard on this. Yeah. Like, this, is, <laughs> this is really, there's an activation on every hole. There's a DJ there. There's a food truck. Uh, but you curated. I think there was cops hitting balls Mate, on there was, there was cops. There was cops there. There was caddies dressed up. The like, caddies were awesome. Uh, um, and then the other thing was what there was about 40 mil of rain that day. Oh, and I you was, couldn't have picked a worse day for it. I was sure that there would be at least like, I think what you had 60 people signed up. Yeah. At least 10 people aren't coming to this on a Friday night when some roads are closed and you can't yeah. even drive down here. And every single person rocked up. Do you know what's funny? It, the the event was like pure community. You know, we didn't invite so, anyone yeah. that, you know, like, of like no footy players or anything like that. But I did save one ticket for my mate yeah. who's <laughs> I play golf with. And yeah. like this guy I've known for my whole life, like one of my best friends of all time. He's the only fuck ass that didn't rock oh, up to the event. Feel free to so name like, names. His name's Hugh. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> out of all these incredible people that came, the one person that I would have thought yeah. that would help and like come and support didn't yeah. come. So, But he was just keeping you humble. He was. Right? He He'll be at the next humble. one when yeah. you're a bit bigger. But it was, all, like, but it was great because there was actually yeah. people there that rocked up and we just end up sort of um doing it. But, mate, we've got some massive plans, which we were just sort of going so downstairs, a, a yeah. content series that we want to create around – um, some golf and travel yep. series around that. And then obviously some, some golf comps that we're going to tee up yep. um, next year as well. We really want to sort of set some targets there. We want to do Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, Perth um, and get, you know, all over Australia mm -hmm. and get the community together. But it's been really cool. And, and don't forget, guys and girls, I know if you are getting into golf um, and want to sign up and learn a bit more about it and be able to sort of be an online member at Future Golf, we've got an awesome code that Ali was very generous. I think we've got literally like the best code on um, like the, the best discount you can even get is the Dylan Friends code um, or More Greens code that you can you can chuck in for a membership and and get your golf journey started. And that's mm -hmm. where I started, mate. Like I got it. That's how we met. I got my Future Golf membership, and it was just so good to because if you're into golf, I think the next step is getting a handicap. Yeah. Because then you start to really compete against yourself. Mm -hmm. And unless you go join up at these ten thousand dollar courses or however much they cost. This is the journey to get your first handicap and um, and get your code, which you can really start competing and playing in, in comps and, and really start bringing that score down, playing stay with it. And, and one of the coolest things that we've seen over the years, and it was also just for me personally, when I got into golf, I didn't have any friends or family that were mm. playing and I knew that I really liked it, but it's really hard to navigate. And one of the coolest things that we've got is we've got like a Facebook lounge, a clubhouse mm. online. And that's the best way that even if you're a People just solo player, stuff. you just put up a post saying that, hey, I've just joined up 
I live in this area. I'm thinking about playing around here. Is anyone else keen? And it's amazing. Like three, four people are like, yep, I'm in. I've got the day off or I can play this Sunday or whatever it is. And then you can really learn the game. Like the easiest way to learn golf is just by playing with other people. But when I had to learn and I got lucky, like I learned with three 80-year-old guys. One mm. was an ex-Carlton Ruckman and they were legends. But you can have a mixed experience if you just go with the old school golfer that's been maybe playing for 40 years yeah. or so. Whereas in our community, most people are sort of in their 30s. Um, they're going to be a bit more relaxed. And then I think the biggest thing with golf is just asking questions and just, oh, nice. you know, you, no you learn it pretty quick. Rules. Yeah, mate, to be honest, for me, the more I play, the more I realise yep. it's got nothing to do with golf. It's just... Man putting my phone in my bag and staring at some trees for a while. Staring trees, hitting yeah. the ball with a stick. Like it's so simple. It's it's literally caveman yep. sort of thing. Like it's that simple, but it's that fun yep. and you can never master it. So like you don't get bored. You never get bored. And, and I think the other big tip is, is like, don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. So many people like will go play golf for the first time and, and because they didn't, stripe a ball or crush it down the fairway they'll be like oh no not for me i'm just not naturally good literally besides glenn maxwell i've never seen a natural golfer in my entire life like most golfers will start and they will ham it up for the first at least 10 times but then you'll hit your first good shot yeah and then you're like and then you actually get that was nice (laughs) like think about it more like surfing yeah right like you're not just gonna jump on a board and start riding seven meter waves straight away you're gonna the best thing about it too like in that aspect is it's a game that you can play for life. Oh, like I yes. love getting out on a Saturday and seeing just like 80-year-olds yep. just like walking around and they, they play, they beat you, they can still beat you. So that's awesome, man. Um, what's plans for your weekend, the rest of the week? Got any plans? Yeah, like we're, we're moving out of a house on, on the weekend and mm, then me and my little fella terrible. are taking a little trip overseas. So you going to the be, um, World Cup? So we're going to go to the World Cup. so exciting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like it was one of the things like my mum passed away early in the year and one of the things that she really wanted was she's like, look, have a really cool experience with your kids. Yeah. And so she kind of booked this in for us. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's beautiful. It was one of those things that, yeah, she wanted to do. And I'm a bit worried because I'm going with a nine-year-old all the way around the world. And it's the first trip that we've done sort of solo together because my wife's going to be at home with our other little one. Yeah. But... Yeah, it should be fun. Mate, gonna, that's so good. So you're going with your um, nine-year-old to Qatar yeah. to watch some soccer? To watch some soccer. Mate, that'd be cool. How are the Aussies looking? I haven't really been looking at it. Neither, I but wouldn't I, say I, we're I'll a favorite. tell you what, once they're playing, <laughs> I'm going to be fucking on Mate, I'm going to be bandwagoning the right. shit out of them. I, I wouldn't say that like it would be – I think it would be very surprising if we got past the group stages. Oh, really? Yeah. Like we don't have the teams that we had sort of back in the day. Like, yeah. It's pretty young side. Okay, um, so if we make it through to like the round of 16, I think it'll be a pretty massive achievement. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things, the World Cup, that I genuinely love watching. Like I don't yeah. – I, I really oh. enjoy uh, soccer. I don't watch it a lot because it's like on at such weird times. But when the World Cup's on, especially when we're playing footy, it's something that everyone gets around. You know, like there's that real love of your country that you – play and you watch and even watching other teams go at it like you know the Icelandic uh, clap that they do and you watch Brazil and you watch like fucking everyone just go out there and just play for their country it's pretty awesome Mm -hmm. it's really really cool it's well what the The world game it's the Olympics and the World Cup are probably the two biggest events in the world and yeah yeah, and hopefully it just goes smoothly there's obviously been a bit in the news um, about everything going over there and Mm. all of that but yeah hopefully it's one of those things where it can help a country like that 
you know, it's their opportunity to be seen in a different way too. So yeah. it'll be interesting just to see how it plays out over yeah. the next couple we of weeks. We might have to get you back in to see what happens. I haven't kept yeah. up to date too much with yeah. what's going on, but I've seen even the Netflix t- uh, put yeah. out a very timely uh, oh, documentary on, yeah. on the FIFA and just around the money going into these sort of events, um, you know, countries sort of bribing yeah. the FIFA to, to hold these sort of events, which, you know, it's um it's disappointing, but I'm sure that that stuff happens regularly. But <laughs> anyway, let's not take it away hey. from the fun and everything else no. that it provides for everyone. It's been good to catch up, brother. Mate, always. Love to get up for a hit soon. Enjoy uh, Qatar and always good to, to catch up and get some energy. Absolutely, my man. Love it. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest, or advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Thanks for tuning in. Ily XX.